Welcome back. I'm Caroline Woods in for Nicole Petalides. Let's bring in Jill Malandrino, global markets reporter at the NASDAQ, to talk more about Fed and macro outlook. Jill, so good to have you. Thanks for being here. All right. Thanks, Caroline. So, Jill, first want to get your quick reaction to the Fed minutes. Any surprises? Anything standing out? But we saw the initial reaction with stocks, the tenure and the U.S. dollar. Of course, the stocks moving lower, dollar moving higher here. And it seems as if the way uh, Fed decision makers are, they're kind of, there's a, a mix of opinion there. It isn't one direction or the other. And it appears that they're going to run off the balance sheet with a cap each month versus going straight into rate hikes. So it seems a little bit different than the tack that we would have heard from the FOMC meeting back in December. So it seems as if the, the path isn't exactly clear yet. And, of course, and that's why we're seeing the reaction that we did initially with the sell-off in stocks here. Of course, we were green um, to, to kick the day off the exception of NASDAQ uh, due to the tech heavy index that you have there. But I think when you look at the Fed um, and we look at today's headlines, it really does feel like it's 2021 all over again. Basically, the world looked both different from um, a year ago and very much the same. Another wave of the virus was under wave. We have a new variant. No one knows if it's better or worse than before. And with this new medical threat, along with rising inflation and continued supply chain problems, while that challenged the economic recovery, it left investors wondering if markets could keep reaching new highs. And indeed, these risks are still very real. But it's also possible that Omicron is the final gasp of COVID. And of course, fingers are crossed on that. Data shows Omicron causes less drop in some um, data than usual. Uh, that's according to our chief economist, Phil McIntosh. Airline bookings barely slowed. But we did see a sharp slowdown in restaurants, with some reports of January conferences canceling too, which could impact hotels and airlines. That would leave us to focus on more normal economic data going into 20. 2022, making the slowdown in production, the return to normal spending and a pivot to services. That's really where the key is. We, we know what's happening with the supply chain. We know the demand for goods, but it's really the services and employment that are going to be the important drivers for company profits. And of course, what the Fed actually ends up doing with rates. So the opportunities are there that make it seem that 2022 might actually be different once we get past, I would say, at least January in the Northeast, when we get more visibility with happening with Omicron, once we get into the Fed um, with more um, decision making on the balance sheet and what they're going to do with interest rates. So it really feels like those are the two key outliers. However, from an economic perspective, the pandemic is no longer the defining factor. That's according to analysts at Commonwealth Financial. The country's almost entirely open. There's a couple of pockets here or there that are slowing down again. The next couple of weeks really is the wild card with people coming back from the holidays. Um, a number of companies, including NASDAQ, we are not coming back until at least the end of January, just so that we don't run that risk of groups being together. But despite these concerns, job growth is holding. Businesses are, for the most part, open. Workers are moving back to their jobs. And of course, we'll see that more in February. In March, consumer confidence has pulled back a bit. But shopping and spending have returned to full force. So um, it's, it appears that businesses are, are more confident. We are digesting the, the virus, if you will, better than we did in the past. Business investment continues to grow. So at the end of the day, economic fundamentals remain solid, exclusive of what we're hearing with the day-to-day -day headlines of interest rate hikes and, of course, the Omicron variant. Jill Malandrino, lots of good information there. Really appreciate your insights. Thanks so much.